Yeah, 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 yeah. What up, what up? I did catch the third Republican primary debate 2023 this past week. I did catch the debate regardless of party on stage. I love to watch debates. I love to stay in tune to the political process. Whether it's local, national. Let me just put that out there from the jump. Regardless of party. I love to hear. From who could be the next elected official before they become the next elected official. You never know. You could have somebody who you had in mind. And change that mind after hearing people in a debate. Maybe not based on your politics. Maybe so. It never hurts to listen. That's what I do. First of all, let me introduce myself. I am your humble and most gracious host, Real. This episode is brought to you by Remy Martin VSOP and Coke Diet Coke because I'm old. You know what I'm saying? Old school. I did catch the debate. I did enjoy the show. I did enjoy the show. This one was a bit stronger to me. More of a professional outing than the last, as far as moderating goes. As much as MSNBC gets criticized by some for being strong, far left. These people must never have watched Morning Joe when Joe Scarborough was a strict Republican. But as much as MSNBC gets criticized for being far left, they sure did do a better job in hosting this debate than their competitors on the other end of the news spectrum at Fox in the last debate. That's a fact. That's a fact. Moderator stated the rules. Moderator stated the rules in that very formal tone. I don't even think they were looking at the candidates when they set the rules for play <laughs> like a like a judge. Lester Holt, for at least one point, was a registered Republican. Hugh Hewitt is definitely conservative and has been a conservative voice for as long as I can remember. And Kristen Welker was a registered Democrat but hasn't been affiliated with a political party for at least the past five to eight years or so. So anybody talking about this is a far left leaning panel because it's MSNBC, because of the moderators, don't know what they're talking about. Ramaswamy started off the BS with this tone, pointing out what he felt was a slighted debate stage because it was hosted by MSNBC. I mean, that just goes to show the ignorance right there. I feel like these moderators lean more toward the right than the left or the middle. But the sentiment that in order to get fair coverage, you have to go with a venue like Fox is ridiculous. Like they're the only game in town. 
like there are no Republican-leaning voices anywhere else but on Fox. It's a ridiculous sentiment to make. It's ridiculous. Moderators just ask the questions. And if you're all Republicans, won't you still be talking about Republican-based issues? I mean, it's about letting the people hear your point of view on things. It's about your stance, your position or view of a situation. You don't always have to have a sleight of hand tipped in your favor. I mean, like that could even happen. Even if you asked about how they like the movie Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> like, I feel there's a lot people could gather about a candidate's response. And that's what these debates are about. About letting people hear you talk about things, events that may matter or may not matter to people. But how you present yourself, how you speak, your poise, your presentation. And it's not like the candidates don't take the opportunity to address questions not asked of them whenever they give an answer anyway. <laughs> like, like they always try to get a two for one in their response. Like, I know you didn't ask about this but let me just give you my stance on it anyway. Happens all the time. It happens all the time. This crazy love of mine. I'm sorry, I digress. Anytime I get a moment to sing, I take it. But this isn't a rally. It's a debate. People want to hear how you're different from your opponent. Ramaswamy talking about Kristen Welker and the liberal media should be answering questions about Hillary Clinton. Still bringing up Clinton. See, this is the type of politics and political leadership this country doesn't need. It's divisive. It's childish. Again, we want to see your poise, how you present yourself, how intelligent you sound on anything and everything. And if you're a jerk or not, if you're ignorant, if you sound like you know what you're talking about. To me, Ramaswamy just lost it after this event. I mean, he didn't stand a real chance. He comes across a bit pompous and arrogant. I feel like he did himself no favors this evening. He just sounded. He just sounded ridiculous. He started with the ignorance from the jump. Pick fights from the jump. Got on Ronna McDaniel, chairman of the RNC. I mean, I, I feel like it's just time for him to pack his bags up. I mean, he's not serious. People, aren't you ready for serious leaders in Washington? I mean, that's what this country needs right now. Not more me, me, me from the past leadership in the White House and in Congress. Like politics are real tribal nowadays. It's like some folk on the right are treating this political party system like gangs, 
Like if you don't wave that red flag, it could be off with your head physically. And some of this ignorant talk incites and it's not serious leadership. We need to get back to serious leadership. Ramaswamy ain't it. He talking about smoking terrorists. Smoke. I will smoke the terrorists. He was really the only one over talking anyone. Called Nikki Haley, Dick Cheney and three inch heels. She was like, uh, no, they're five inch. <laughs> Red bottoms. bitch." <laughs> Talked about Nikki Haley's daughter. Talked about Nikki Haley's daughter on TikTok. And that Nikki needs to get her house in order. Like, isn't her daughter in in her 20s or something like that? He act like he was talking about an eight year old. Nikki talking about keep my daughter's name out of your voice. (laughs) When keeping it cool goes wrong. We know what she meant, though. She was trying to hit that Will Smith. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. (laughs) We get it, Nikki. You're not one of the cool, cool ones, but we got it. We didn't like his talk either. Let me go back to the moderators for a second. They said no extra cheering and they regulated that. They said no overtalk time. And they regulated that. They kept the train on track with minimal hitch, except from the loud mouth. But they kept the train moving professionally. I thought they had a good panel up there. I thought they had some very serious people on that moderating panel. Regardless of what you think about the moderators, Each of them in their own respective right, very professional, very serious, and they got the job done. They hit on a range of topics. They talked the war in the Middle East. They talked the U.S. and Syria conflict, concerns of anti-Semitism. They talked TikTok and China, jobs in the economy. They talked border security, fentanyl. Election results. My feel on things from this showing. Moderators and the moderating job trending up from last debate. DeSantis. I think he trended up a little based on his presentation. Christie. I feel like he was about the same. Like his line didn't go up. Or didn't go down. Well, he was about about the same. Nikki Haley, I felt her trend went down a little. I thought she trended down a little. Not as strong as she was last debate. Slightly down. Ramaswamy needs to go. I've already said that. And Tim Scott needed to go. At the time of this recording, Tim Scott had just announced his dropping out of the race. Good call, Tim. 
I don't have any issues with Tim. He just seemed to be figuring it out as he went along. Struggling to make a a place for himself on that stage. Trying to be heard. I, I just didn't feel it was his time. Anyway, it's going to be a busy political season up until election 2024. Cannot wait. More to come. Till the next debate. Peace.